I believe we are all hardwired to be creative. And the thing that makes us uniquely human is our creativity. Welcome to The Spark with Coco the Inspirationist. Join me for conversations with inspiring humans tapped into their creativity and solo chats as I get to know my own. Whether you're looking to spark inspiration, reconnect with your inner creative, or you're just starting to get to know your creative self, you're in the right place. Welcome to The Spark. Hello, welcome, my sweet friend. Welcome back. It's season two. Can you believe it? Well, maybe if you're new here, you can believe it because that's what podcasters do is show up. But if you are new here, my name is Coco and this is my podcast. I am so excited to bring you all different conversations and ways to tap into your creative self because here's the thing. I believe everyone has a creative self. Let's just hit that right at the top of the episode. Everyone has a creative self, and I hope that you come here every week looking for that little bit of nourishment for yours. Every week, they'll either be in a conversation with someone that is inspiring me and conversations just between you and me. I like to call them my solo with Coco episodes. And as I continually turn towards my creative self, I love to unpack all the discomfort that comes with that. You know, the reason why I need to click into alignment, and I have a feeling you are the same way, is that through the years of growing into ourselves and walking through life and adulting and, you know, coming out of childhood, we get all these programs, all this information and programming for us to just keep small. At least I did. And I know a lot of people did too. And, you know, There's a lot of not enoughness going on and a lot of I'm not worthy going on and, you know, nervous to share and nervous to shine. And I am just ready to let it all go. So welcome to season two of the podcast. I know I've been teasing it, but season two of the podcast is all about the intersection of connection and creativity. And I'm super excited to bring to you my guests this season. Um, A couple of them have been my greatest influences, especially Andy J. Pizza. I can't wait to share that episode with you. It was so delicious and just, I was flying high for days afterwards. Um, A couple of my closest friends come on. They are beautiful, vibrant creatives themselves. And a boudoir photographer, and a lettering artist, and so much more. I'm super thrilled to share these conversations with you. And as we go through the second season, I will be checking in with you because I have reached a new level in my life's video game. I feel like I've leveled up 
significantly, and I wanted to share it with you guys. I have retired as being a stay-at-home mom. It's official. My kids are currently in school. I am doing this fully present. I'm not putting children in front of the TV. I'm not having them be outside and hoping that everything's okay. I'm not being interrupted. I'm not going to fetch snacks and kiss boo-boos and all that. I am here, fully present, you and me. And what that means is that you will be witnessing over the next, gosh, indefinitely, right, from this point forward, a blooming. I feel like I have been nourishing my roots and learning things and teaching myself things and working on my message. And I feel like now my myself, my creative self is starting to break the surface and starting to really grow and take in sunlight. And I'm so excited to share this journey with you. I feel like I can breathe. You see, I grew up with a mom that, I mean, she was just incredible and an overachiever and always burning the candle at both ends and the PTO president and baking all the things from scratch and working full time and working a second job and just everything. And I never saw her really slow down. She she had this thing where she'd be like, I'm just going to sit down for five minutes and then, you know, keep going. And I don't want to be like that. I want to enjoy this life as much as the next chapter, as much as the next chapter. I don't want to wait until I retire to travel. I don't want to push through. I want to enjoy my life. And I want to pour into myself. So that's what you're going to see me doing. If you follow me on Instagram, which I highly suggest that you do, you'll see me riding my new bike and roller skating and designing spaces in my woods and creating things for you and creating this podcast and my upcoming program the audacity to shine, which I'm super excited to bring to you. You will see all these things coming forward and I'm super excited to share everything with you. I feel that I'm finally starting to hit my stride and live up to my potential. My days are all to myself now and I can choose to do with them what I choose. And that means doing the things that delight my creative self and take care of this body and make me healthy and well. And it also means nourishing the entrepreneur in me and creating for you and guiding you back to your creative self in as many ways as we can dream up. Now that I have an abundance of time, I can feel that the 
the thing that is going to be the most challenging for me in this new chapter is that deep productivity programming. I can feel my engine revving sometimes like, oh, we only have so many hours left or, oh, what are we, how are we going to best use our time? And I've decided to meet that energy with the exact opposite. So for instance, this morning I went on a bike ride while my dog was being groomed. And when I got back to the house, it was going to be time for me to sit down at my desk and get a little work done. And I could feel myself starting to rev up like, okay, come on, let's go. Let's go. We got to get it done. Don't dilly dally, you know? And I immediately decided, you know, at first I was like, oh, I'll just, I'll make a little food and eat it at my desk. And then I was like, wait a second. Why? What am I rushing to? What am I rushing for? And so I decided to make myself a delicious omelet and some buttery cinnamon raisin toast and sit quietly listening to music and eat it instead at the kitchen table instead of while I'm working. And it was just a beautiful moment. It's a gorgeous day out. The sun is shining and the leaves are just barely starting to turn for the fall. So I can tell the difference in the, the green, the, the green's turning yellowish. And uh, it was just a delightful moment that I enjoyed and it chilled me out. And frankly, I was so much more available for the work ahead once I nourished myself. So that felt really good. And my coach, Caroline Addington, also told me to expect that programming, that we are calibrated at the level that we exist at and existing in that mode of trying to jam in work everywhere I can because the kids only give me, you know, inc little increments of time, you know, with that old programming from my mom, I have a set point. And now that I have an abundance of time and there is no emergency or need to hustle or grind, that I will still feel those feelings. And I'm so glad that I started talking about this before this new chapter, before the kids went to school, because I was prepared in that to feel those feelings. And I know that now I have these strategies, right? Like when I do start feeling that revved up feeling, I don't push through and do the work. I do the opposite. So I move my body. I dance. I turn on music. I go for a lap through the woods on the trail. I move around. I nourish myself. And then I go back. And I'm, I'm totally in a different place when I return. So it's allowed me to be prepared and then meet it with a positive response, shake it out, get that energy through my body, and be even more present 
when I sit back down. That's felt like a game changer and it feels so good to know that I have those strategies and that those feelings are normal and those feelings and actually being able to identify those feelings before it was just kind of like sloggy, foggy, push through, nothing's actually getting done, but I think I'm, I'm sitting here and I'm quote unquote working, but I'm not really pushing the needle. And now I'm working on being a little bit more intentional and feeling the feelings when they come up in me, moving them through, taking breaks and pouring into myself. Every morning I've challenged myself to meditate. Once the kids get on the bus, I meditate and then I also don't go on social media until after I meditate. And frankly, once I meditate, I kind of don't go on social until probably, I don't know, mid-morning or lunchtime at this point because I'm just in such a flow that I just pick up and start to do my work from a much more inspired place. And social media doesn't really work in that zone for me. It brings me down. Not in a negative way, but just in like a vibration. So I've been loving that. And my goal is to spend the first couple hours just delighting myself, pouring into myself, moving my body, yoga, meditation, hiking, riding my bike, roller skating, all the things that bring me joy and filling my cup up. And that has so far been incredible. It feels luxurious. It feels, if I allow myself, I can start to feel like, oh gosh, I'm so privileged to have this, to not have to work, go to a job outside the home and do the hustle of of being a, a working family with two parents. But then I realize and remind myself that we planned all this over eight years ago. You know, we lived in Hawaii for three years. If you want the story of of Coco, uh, go back to episode one. I did a really intentional job of being able to point you back there if you're new here. So that kind of will give you an understanding as to my my life. But I used to live in Hawaii with my husband for the first three years of our relationship. And when we moved home and we decided to get married and buy a house and start a family, we also decided that we were going to build our life around his income and let me be the stay-at-home mom and take care of the household. He's in the Coast Guard, so it made it easier when we had to move to set up shop, to be available, and it's just really worked for our life. But now that both kids are in school, it's just this incredible luxury that I feel like I have. And I'm so proud of working the plan and the plan working out. And now I know exactly how to fill my days. I'm nourishing myself. I'm creating beautiful work for you guys. I'm building this business. And I'm just so delighted to be here. It's been a long time coming having two little ones 22 months apart and being a military wife and moving three times in eight years and having my dad go through liver disease and then my mom having um, a year-long mental health struggle. It was 
it's, it's been a lot. And I know everybody goes through stuff like that is life. And I've learned and gleaned so much from those difficult moments. And I've also learned that this life that I'm living is on purpose. We designed it this way. We chose to move to the woods because we wanted to give our children a childhood with autonomy and uh, adventuring and exploring. We set up our finances to allow me to be in this position. And it just, gosh, it kind of gives me butterflies and makes me giddy to think like how much has worked out for us and for me. And I say that with a loving heart because it's all what I saw for myself. And that vision continually evolves. And that is the cool part. Like we have a house in Rhode Island. That was our first house we bought together. And originally the plan was we move away for a few years. And when my husband retires, we move back there. But our vision for our life has evolved. We moved to the woods of Maine and I no longer can live in a neighborhood. I have to be surrounded by trees. And the beautiful thing is that we get to choose that. We are not limiting ourselves to what is just right in front of us. So we are no longer going back to our house in Rhode Island. We're actually selling it and being fully rooted up here. I imagine us having a vacation home, they call them camps up here, on a lake, and I know in my heart that will happen because I see that for ourselves, and this vision of our life just keeps evolving, and it's so beautiful to feel in control of it, not only in control of what's available to us right now, but also wildly capable of calling in the next, and the next, and the next. And I don't mean that by like the nicer car and the bigger house. I mean it through feelings and experiences. You know, I went away with my husband a few months ago and in an attempt to maximize the two days away that we had, which we don't get a lot of time to be by ourselves. I felt this tendency to like try and plan, you know, plan a couple things so we didn't feel like we didn't do anything. And then it occurred to me to not plan the activity, but just plan for the feeling. So what did I want to feel? Well, I wanted to feel adventurous with him. And I wanted to feel cozy with him. And I wanted to feel um, nourished with him. And, you know, we went on, we did a, a polar bear plunge. We hiked. We saddled up at this, like, little Irish bar. And it was raining. And it was super cozy and fun. I wanted to feel connected to him. It made it so easy to check off the boxes when I wasn't focused on the what, but the, but the why. And that's exactly how I feel with this vision for our life. It's like, I think the next thing that's coming our way is some sort of vehicle 
that will, you know, an adventure vehicle, whether it be a camper or something that we redo or whatever. And to go on long-term adventures, that will happen. We will do that because there is a certain level of feeling that is attached to it that I can like totally reach out to. And I just think that when you focus on the feeling, it's so much easier because you can, you know what, what it feels like, right? It's like, I want abundance of joy to go and stay in a camper and go camping and adventuring around. But I already know what that feels like because we have a platform in our yard and we go camping. I already know what that feels like. So I I just can bring that feeling forward. And that's what I feel like I'm doing with our life. That's what I feel like I'm doing with this business. That's what I feel like I'm doing with this podcast. And I think the more I connect with myself and the more clear I get with what I'm looking for, the more inspiration comes, right? The ideas don't come out of nowhere. The more you you have a clear vision and a clear connection with what you want and your desire, then it makes it really easy for the next idea to come and the next idea to come and the next idea to come. You just have to keep walking towards it and the ideas will, will keep coming. I mean, think about any part of your life where you had to figure something out, right? Like for moving to a new place for me, it's not just finding the home, it's the vibe, it's the school, it's the, all of it. And once you pick a direction and you go and you keep, you keep being available, the goodness will keep revealing itself to you and the ideas and the, let's try this. And then let's talk to this person. And it just keeps unfolding, but you have to stay open to it. And that's why I'm so excited about this podcast, because I am trying not to hold on to it too tightly. I originally had planned for a three week break from the first, between the first and the second season. And when I was planning it ahead of time, you know, before I launched the podcast, I thought three weeks was going to feel incredibly spacious. I thought, you know, one week always feels like nothing. Two weeks is when you kind of settle into the routine of not being in a routine and, you know, enjoying that rest. And then week three is like, okay, I could get back to my work. Logically, that's where I thought I was at. And then the summer came and the boys were home and my husband was gone all, every weekday, Monday through Friday, uh, for like the whole summer. And it was just me solo parenting and trying to do this and not feeling like I have any downtime. I felt like I was always my, I was always running. I always had to be on because I was always the person taking care of the kids. And that siphoned so much energy of mine. And it ended up being, I don't even know, three times as long, twice as long. Here we are back and it's like September but that's okay. I'm allowing that to be okay. And now I know that, you know, what's important is taking care of myself and not pushing through and not just doing it because I said I was going to do it this one way. I see 
that it needed to evolve. And so last season, I also did two episodes a week, which was quite the undertaking. And now I know I only want to do one episode a week, which feels good and spacious and beautiful. And so the more I connect in with what I want to feel, it's like, what do I want to feel with this podcast? I want to feel inspired. Who do I want to talk to? To the people that are inspiring me. And so also with that, like holding on tightly to this list of people that are going to be on the podcast for season two, it's like, there needs to be room because I tr- what I'm trusting is that the more I think about the podcast, the more I interact with the podcast and put episodes out, the more it will be revealed who needs to be on. So like this beautiful woman, Heather Spooner of Ampersand Lettering Lab, she kind of just came into view. Like I've been following her for a while, but just, and same with Bethany O'Connor. She's a boudoir photographer. Like it's like I start thinking about the podcast and then all of a sudden it's like, who's in my world that would be a good fit that would have that magical connection. And my, my intuition and my creative self never let me down. These conversations have always been right in alignment with what I want to, the feeling I want to feel, the connection I want to have, and, you know, the content I want to bring to you. But if I hold too tightly my expectation, then there's no room for the magic and there's no room for connection. And I feel that connection is so intricately woven with creativity. When I connect with myself, I have more creativity. When I get clear on what it is I want, I have more creativity. When I connect with other people, immediately I am open to creativity. The other day, there was this beautiful moment when the the end of the summer was kind of heavy for me. It was just foggy. It just felt so dense. I was just so tired of taking care of everything. I needed time and space to myself. And I had kind of lost a little bit of the enthusiasm I have for my message, for my business, for my my work. And one morning, it was, I don't know, a weekday morning, the boys were playing outside, and I got this nudge to jump onto Kathy Heller's live. And she's been an integral part of of my creative journey for over the last four years. But recently, I hadn't really been taking in her content. You know how certain mentors, digital mentors, like are in your life for a little while, and you kind of take what what they are giving, and then you kind of move on. And so for whatever reason, I felt the nudge to jump on. And that moment, I can, f- I can see it, I can feel it, that is where things changed. And it was a very quick unfolding because during the live, she offered to have uh, like hot seat coaching and I immediately pushed the button and my heart started to race. It's like I felt this dose of adrenaline because I knew I was going to get chosen 
and I did. And it gave me this amazing opportunity to talk about myself, to explain what we're doing here, to talk about how everybody has a creative self, to talk about the uh, my program, The Audacity to Shine, and developing it and, you know, all that kind of stickiness that comes with creating something new. And that was a very magical conversation in itself, but then it also sparked, I got a few new followers from it and I went and introduced myself in the DMs to them with video. And that was, it was like, it was like putting on a dehumidifier in a humid, humid room, like walking back into that room and being like, oh my God, I can breathe now. Or like the fog just dissipating and now it's just crystal clear. Having the opportunity to reintroduce myself to, or to introduce myself to somebody and to remind myself what it is I'm all about, what it is that Coco the Inspirationist is doing here, it reignited my fire and it got me back moving. I felt so stuck. You know, I never doubted what I'm doing here, but I, I lost momentum and it re-engaged. It just kicked everything back on. It's like if you were to watch like a machine with gears, just like slowly come back. It just like, it, it turned the key and here we are, honestly, it, and I'm so grateful and connecting. So that's, and it just made it so clear. I chose the theme of this season months ago, but that day, after all that unfolding, after all that um, reminder of what I'm doing, it was just this beautiful moment where I was just like, connection? creates creativity for me. And I'm guessing it's the same for you. Connecting with people, that energetic vibration, that high vibe moment of back and forth, back and forth. It just, it opens me up. It opens my brain up. It makes me really, um, I would say attractive to ideas. It's like I become shiny and glittery to ideas. Uh, Elizabeth Gilbert says that ideas are like floating around in the ether looking for like a home. And that's why you will see, you know, an idea come through somewhere in the world and then like somewhere else. It's like it, it is just looking for a home. And if you're not going to do the thing with it, then it will go to somebody else. And so in those moments of connection, I can feel myself buzzing and I can see in my mind's eye this sparkle I have. And then it's just like, it's flooding in. It just, the sticky notes, the journaling, the, you know, I'm reaching out to people. I'm scheduling the first episode of the podcast. It's, it just was like, re-engaged everything. And that's what it is. Connection. Connection creates creativity. It creates an openness for creativity to grow and and come in and, and open. And then I also think two things coming together, connecting, creates this third magical 
being. And from that, that is super attractive to, to inspiration as well. So I'm so excited to share this season's conversations with you. We're starting next week with Andy J. Pizza. He is, I can remember the moment I typed into my phone, into Google Podcasts for creativity. And it was at a very low time. My dad was in, I think, the hospital. Maybe it was before my dad was in the hospital, but he was very sick with his liver failing. He's doing great now. Hi, Dad. But he was very sick for a long time, and it was hard. It was hard. I was taking him him to all his doctor's appointments. I had two little babies, and I felt like I needed to turn towards my creative self. I didn't know it to be that, but I just was like, I need something to make me feel better and Art has always been that. So I just started creating and I looked into a podcast for developing my creativity and his came up. And that was the thing that changed me. I remember folding laundry in the basement of our in our home in Rhode Island, listening to one of his podcast episodes and just crying because I felt so seen and he was explaining how hard it can be as a creative. And I just was just like, why is it so hard? And I I just felt in that moment, like, this is available to me too. Like, he can do this, I can do this. And it sent me on a trajectory. And I'm so proud to say that he's he he said yes to coming on the podcast. And it was it was such an amazing conversation. I love him so much. I hope you guys give him a follow so you're all ready for next week. And uh, yeah, it's going to be magic. I hope you enjoy it. The other day I was doing a guided meditation and at the end, she spoke of this word. It's awen. A-W-E-N, and I think it's the Scottish word for inspiration, or the Welsh word. I think it's the Welsh word for inspiration. And she started kind of chanting and encouraged us to chant along. And I decided in this moment that I would harmonize with her, and it unlocked something in me. I felt so open. Now, I feel like I have to give you a little background. I, throughout my childhood, I always sang um, in choirs, in choruses, at church. I was all state alto for a couple years, first place. I sang in a gospel group. I sang everywhere, everywhere all throughout high school, everywhere. And it always brought me joy. And it was always kind of the thing that I did. And I guess I just stopped doing it when I went to college. And I found that when I would sing to my kids, it just felt like, oh, I get it. This is why I have this gift, is to be able to connect with my kids. But the other day when I was meditating and I decided to harmonize that word when she was chanting it, it re-engaged this part of me. 
And after that, I was going on like a 40 minute drive to my dentist to get some fillings. And I decided to put on meditation, like upbeat meditation music and just drive. And I started using that word, Awen, and just riffing with the music, which is not something that I ever do. Now I'll sing lyrics and stuff, but I don't riff. I never have. It just hasn't been part of me. But that morning I was reminded how good singing makes me feel. And it's hard to sing when you don't know the words. So I only sing sometimes and it's sporadically and I love music, but singing the same word over and over again and just connecting with the music and trying to listen and trying to just make it sound beautiful with the music without knowing where the music is going. So it's a really tuned in kind of singing that I wasn't used to. I'm 38 years old. I mean, I haven't been in choirs in a very long time, like decades. But that moment where, I mean, I sang in the car on the entire ride to the dentist. It elated me. It made me so happy. And I felt like a vibration inside me. I can kind of feel it in my fingers right now, just talking about it. It got me thinking. It was super fun to do. I was really impressed with how it came through. My coach Caroline said that it's not surprising that it felt really opening and really magical because words like Awen that have like generational historical meaning to them have a way of tapping into source and the universe quicker and easier. But it got me thinking that singing, singing that one word, it doesn't have to be that word, but just like singing or humming to music, riffing, is the ultimate creating. It's not for anything. It's only for that moment. And it goes away as soon as it's done. There's no sharing You know, it's just in that moment, in the car, in that moment. And I am so tuned into the music and and trying to harmonize and make it sound so beautiful with the music that I was in this state of just like complete wide open creativity. And it was a beautiful moment. And I started to wonder like, what other activities can be that for me? And I would love for you to DM me over at Coco the Inspirationist on Instagram if you have something like that that taps you in. Like it is a dropping in. Once I, like it takes me, um, I don't know, 10, 20 seconds to get into the flow when the song comes on. But then once I get into it, it's just like I'm in it. I'm in the zone and I am just opening up. And I wonder if there's something in your life that does that for you, where you're just like creating in the moment, but without thinking about it, like without pre-planning, just being fully present and creating. 
I don't know, I just wanted to pass that forward because it was just such an awesome moment. And I guess the bigger message here is tune in, tune in and see what feels good and listen and slow down. Like I would not have ever figured that out and been reminded of my singing, my deep rooted, deep, deep roots in singing had I not been still enough to take that meditation, to do that meditation, to make it all the way to the end of that meditation, and then improvise in that moment. And it just felt like this this cracking open that I want to find more of. I can't wait to figure out the next way to do that. It felt so good, and yet so simple, and so easy, and so available. And yeah, how else can we do that? DM me, let me know. Okay, you guys, I'm gonna wrap it up. I could talk to you all day, but just go with this one thing. You have a creative self, right? That's why you're here. You're indulging her, you're taking care of her, you're nourishing her. But it's those tiny things. It's the collection of the things that delight you all day, every day. It's creating the meal for you instead of eating at your desk. It's a couple minutes difference. It doesn't change much. But sitting down and being intentional about taking care of yourself, that's what makes you feel better. That's what makes you feel at your best. That's what makes you open and available for inspiration. Okay, you guys, have a great week, and I'll see you next time. Hey guys, I'm Felix, and I'm five years old. Can I ask you a favor? My mom is making a podcast. Do you think you can review it for her? That would be a big help. So thanks, you guys. Have a great day. Have a great day. Have a great day. Have a great day. And maybe find some frogs.